Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 79. I'm Chuck, and Todd's not here. Instead, I have fake Todd. Hi, I'm fake Todd. That's yeah, Claire. Uh, we're going to be talking about motorcycles and how Todd's not here. Todd's not here. Jerk. Having a baby does that. On the other hand, we are here with Easter candy and a lot of booze. Are you riding? Yeah. What, what bikes are you taking out? Tiger right now. Okay. It's... Have you gone like any leisure rides or are you just doing... Yeah, as far as Park City. As far as Park... Wow! I've gone up the mountain to Park City. Yeah. I, <laughs> you... ve- I ventured out... To wow, that all the way up to Park City. That's a whole and back. So it was fifteen a, minutes. It was an out and back. It was I ventured out. Wow, that's. I, I've just been commuting, so you know I can't make fun. Yeah, of it was my commute today. I'm commuting with the versus. How the uh, tiger take the winter? Fine. Gave I'm, it the right kind of stay bill, and uh, mine's smelly. But it was smelly when I packed it in, and my Cena helmet is doing something weird. Or my Cena. Bluetooth communication stuff. Yeah, it's like cutting in and out. Haven't you? You know, you look like a eighty-seven-year-old grandmother with those things on. Shut up! Oh my like, god! I've got twenty-twenty vision. I just can't read a I damn thing that's remotely close to me. I, I can't look at you with a straight face. Get off my damn lawn! <laughs> look, at a certain point, this will hit you too. Do you have cookies where you can read stuff over there, Do but you? anything remotely close within arm's length, you Grandma, cannot read. Shut up! Tell me about the depression. Todd, come back to your show. <laughs> Don't make me do this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> you haven't taken that <laughs> I'm going to leave now, dude. I can't look at you. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> okay, okay. Here, I'll just, I'll just, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just... Here, they're off now. They look better now? Yeah, not neither. really. No. But you look fine. Um, but yes, I have, I have been commuting, and I have ridden up to Park City. Wahoo. You haven't taken the Ninja out? Uh, the ER? No, not yet. No? It, it's still on the lift. Okay. So I'll take it out probably this weekend. Oh, okay, cool. I'll be in San Diego this weekend. So, yeah. All the listeners in San Diego, all one of you. <laughs> you can get together and have your own... Uh, rally. Yeah. Just like the pace. Team, team Chuck get together. And... Yeah, the, the rally pace. I haven't I haven't started that yet. I'm signed up for their... their okay, their... you signed up. I know you signed up. But I did not... So... Uh, I haven't started it yet. So you're slacking. But we have a Euro dealer in town, and we have a KTM dealer in town. So I've already got a couple guineas. Okay. So, you know, I... I... You haven't tried Buell? Nobody likes you. Yeah. i got to try to play Todd's role here. You know, speaking of the pace, uh, I'm just going to fess up right now. Um, on our Facebook page, Chris called us out for not being able to read. Essentially, um, we confused the uh, NC700X with the NT700V, and we didn't take the time to look on Google to, you know, we were just talking out of our asses because we were all focused on that new bike thing. And there's a computer right in front of you right now that you could have done this. What, this thing? Yeah. Just, just bringing that up in their defense, I guess. You know what it is? I can't read. Okay. You found me out. Chris is out. Thanks, Chris. My family's going to have to hang their heads in shame now because of you, because I can't read. That was my fault. Well, yeah, this is actually, yeah, this is your fault. It's my fault, yeah. It's your fault. I can't read. I'm just going to eat my white chocolate bunny. And who eats a white chocolate bunny at Easter? I love white chocolate. Who likes white chocolate? Me! First off, white, then chocolate. Mutually exclusive. It's yummy. Leave me alone. So, yes. Look. 
what Chris <laughs> wrote about the NC700X. Um, the NC is mower betterer in terms of maintenance and such. The Duvel is a fine bike. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sure Chris will tell me. I think it's Duvel, right? Jerk. Yeah. Uh, the, it's a fine bike, but the 6,000 valve maintenance is complete ass. Uh, the NCX is a very functional bike. So, the guy who wrote to us asking for our opinion, that was, that was your first mistake. <laughs> well, I, I knew something was up the moment you agreed that, you know, the Strom was the way to go. It's like, wait, you know, feeding the, 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 the Strom Brigade was... You know, I still have a, I still have a little doubt that uh, I, I should have got the 650 Strom instead of the Versus. Really? Why? What do you what do you what are you noticing about the? Oh, I love the bike. Um, I, I and you know this is really stupid, but I just keep thinking about off road capability. Um, one of the big arguments on the versus forums is how off road quotes can you be, and it's got all the the people you would expect saying, you know, in my day an off road bike was anything with two wheels and a motor, all the way to the other extreme of. Well, you know, even a KLR is not an off-road enough bike for my master ass. Well, you always get the folks who are, you know, if you're not riding a 200 pure dirt bike bike, it's not a dirt bike. Yeah. You know, not a street legal. It's like, okay, then, then you then you take Missy's approach where you get dirt bikes. You got to trailer them everywhere you freaking go. Yeah. I don't want to do that. No, I don't either. I mean, my Tiger is not a dirt bike, but it's it'll still do anything I want it to do. How big are the wheels on the Tiger? I got... On mine, I have the XC, so I got the the large front. Eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, or twenty-one. I got it's pretty okay. big front tire. Which is what I mean. That's sort of considered your standard dual sport off-road size. Like right. the Versus has seventeens. Yeah. Like the Buell, my Ulysses had seventeens too. No, I think I got like twenty-ones. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. And you know, you want the bigger wheels so you can roll over stuff easier and stuff. And there's like nineteen-inch conversions for the Versus. I might go into that. I don't know. It's a couple grand if I do, which is a lot less hookers and blow for me. Yeah, true. And I don't true. know. I don't know if I'm willing to make that sacrifice. You could work a few extra hours. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I feel really bad about human slavery. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I love the look of the Wii. As you guys talked, I think about me way back. The new Wii or the old Wii? The new Wii. The new Wii. Yeah, it yeah. looks, looks okay. I mean, I wanted to test ride one. I, I was looking to buy one. If no I one could would have... let you test ride one. Nope. I tried to get test ride on that thing, too. And no no, one I, mean, I love my Tiger, but I would have given the, the Wii a chance. But now I'll take my Tiger over that bike any day. Yeah. I, I like the Versus. I'm on, I'm keeping it. I just put side racks on it. I'm looking into I think I might pick up a pair of Pelicans and just bolt them on. Boy, that'd be, well, you don't have to go as huge as mine are. As Todd said, my, my Pelicans are pontoons. Yeah, well, do you know what model Pelicans you have? At what size? Or what, the model number? No, mine are 40 liter, though. They're the uh, biggest you could get. I'm thinking I'm just going to do, I think it's the 1450, and they're top loaders. Okay. So they're they're considered medium cases. Okay. So I might do that, because I'm, I'm kind of missing having a box. I don't feel good about just throwing the soft bags over and commuting to work. Yeah, for me, with the commuting and stuff, I like having a hard bag that I can lock. Yeah. I mean, I know anybody dedicated can break that, but at work, it's like, okay, odds are they're not going to break in. I right. Like, I like the hard bag for if I stop somewhere with my... Cause I got to take my laptop. You take a laptop to work, don't you? I take an iPad. An iPad? Oh. I'm cool like that. Okay. 
darkness. I got an honest, you know. Notice the black turtleneck? Yes, yes. And I the see jeans? It. Very, very. Judging very, you right now. Yes. Judging. You're looking very uh, suave. I'm going to put my fingertips together just like this. It's impressive. <laughs> if only your, your listening audience could see that right now. Damn right. The women would swoon. Right. If only the men they, would swoon. If only they could see those glasses. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Just. I can't wait till you can't read anything that's close. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, 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 and I got, you know, I got to be honest. I don't know how much off-road stuff I would really do. I think it's just going to be fire roads. Roads to get to campsites. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to tackle the Transamerica continental, you know, death divide anytime soon. I'm definitely not in the league like guys like Jeremy LeBreton from Alt Rider or, you know, I don't even know if I could make it through a day at Rawhide or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just some douchebag on a bike. Yeah. But I like the idea of being able to do it. I like at least like you're saying. For me, I got the Tiger because I knew 80, 90% of my riding is going to be pavement, but yeah. I want to do those. Well, for us, you know, unlike like the folks on the East Coast don't have this so much, but out here, you get off any of the main streets and you're dirt. And how many, like, you know, we do Energy Loop down south. There's all those offshoots, mm-hmm. which are all dirt roads, which Todd always wanted to go to when I was riding the ST1100. Like, <laughs> not taking that sucker on dirt. <laughs> but now it'd be great. It's like, hey, let's just go. Mm-hmm. Let's go see where some of these roads just yeah, end fun. up. But they're going to be a paved road, probably washboard out the ass. So I don't need a dedicated dirt bike, but the Tiger will be great for that. Versus should be bouncy, but great for that. The Wii's an awesome bike. You know? mm-hmm. I still think, I don't know, I'd probably take the Wii over to NC700X. I'm still taking that stand. Now, so I'm, I'm ignorant. Does this one have, which of those Hondas has the automatic or the shift by thumb? So, yeah, the NC700X is a six-speed transmission, and the NT is the one with the, the automatic. With the automatic thumb switch. Right, and the ABS. So let me ask you, I mean, so you, you just bought yourself a stick shift car. Yes. Hilarity has ensued with you driving a stick shift. I've always driven a stick shift. I hate automatics. Hate them, hate them, hate them. But it's almost getting impossible now to buy a car with a stick shift. Mm-hmm. Unless you get the bare bones basic, you know, just the American. Or you, you buy a performance car. Or you buy a performance car. Um, you know, the American public doesn't want to drive an automatic. And now you're starting to see motorcycles, not scooters, but motorcycles coming out with at least the ease of a thumb shifting. Mm-hmm. No no clutch needed. You just push a button and you shift. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the future? No. It might take 20 or 30 or 40 years, but do you think the American public is going to want to not shift motorcycles too? Only if motorcycles change from being a, perceived as a recreational vehicle. If they become like a bread and butter vehicle, like a car, then yeah, I could see that happening. But as long as they're considered recreational, I just don't see that idea catching on enough. Yeah. I mean... I mean, to me, shifting the motorcycle is part of the fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know... And that's actually squeezing in a clutch, shifting, you know, not pushing a button. I mean, that's what Honda's trying to do with this NT bike is reach that broad mass appeal and and bring in, you know, all kinds of of non-riders. Right. And, you know, get them riding. Um, you know, I, I didn't know how to shift a motorcycle when I took the BRC. I didn't either. And that wasn't to me, uh, that wasn't the most intimidating part of the bike to me. Which was? For me, the most intimidating part was the box. <laughs> but shifting wasn't that big of a deal for me in that, that first well, See, day. since I always drove a standard, the shifting to me was logical, made sense. 
coming from a car, the idea that you could ride the friction zone was freaky as anything because you're mm -hmm. taught not to do that. But besides that, um, yeah, to me it was just the weight of some vehicle that's not a bicycle. And then all of a sudden doing the box was like, holy bleep. Yeah. Well, I'm, um, see, I didn't even have the background of, of driving a stick shift. But doing you it on a... drove a Mustang. <laughs> Performance car. <clears throat> yeah, they make those in automatic. Okay. You can do things to an automatic Mustang, swap out its torque converter, reprogram its chip, um, change its uh, rear differential. They'll whoop a standard's ass. So you move that big lever from park to drive and then push the pedal. And then I would put my arm around whatever girl <laughs> was in the passenger seat. That's right. Hold on, baby. Screw you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't really have the, the stick shift uh, Yeah, I'm just curious what, what maybe you and Todd would think about that as a wave of the future. Um, only if only if Honda succeeds in opening up the market. As long as they're, you know, as long as we're peripheral, peripheral, peripheral. Really? The guy that does a show? Peripheral? I'm, I'm the guy that can't talk worth shit. Per it's preferable. Pre no, not that. What are you trying to find then? Peripheral. P-E-R-P-H-E-R-A-L. Peripheral? Yeah, that. Okay. That word. Say it again. Peripheral. That. As long as we're that kind of industry, I don't see... I, I, what? You know right now... The I audience, can't read! The, the audience is dropping off just I quickly. I can't <laughs> read! You're already getting emailed. Get Claire off the show. Uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it catching on unless the market widens up. Which would be cool. I'd be okay with that, but I would still want to shift the bike. Yeah. Um, let's see. Speaking of uh, dorks. Um, Todd. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, we had a listener correspondent send us a thing about uh, dorks and motorcycling. And after last uh, show, he sent back a rebuttal. So let's listen to it and talk about it. Hey guys, Rob from North Carolina again. Thanks for putting me on the show last week. Hi, Hi Rob. Rob. One thing though, you seem to imply that I was uncool in some way. I gotta set you straight. I'm a 41 year old IT professional. Uncool. I work in a bank. That's not cool. I ride an eight year old BMW motorcycle. Way uncool. I drive a Subaru station wagon. So not cool. I am a tire cub den later. I got the shirt to prove it. So the next time you go calling somebody uncool, man, you better get your facts straight. <laughs> it's not like I've got a third party camera mount wired to my bike some way. I mean, hey! <laughs> That would be really uncool. So, yeah. Thank you, Rob, for documenting how uncool you are to back up our argument that you are uncool. Um, nice work on being the Tiger Cub leader. Yeah. Um, um, he works in a bank. Drives a Subaru. Drives a Subaru. But you and I both do, so we... I drive a WRX. That's true. I've got the Outback and the Impreza. Chicka getter. That's true, except for your stalling. A lot. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Hey, babe, watch this. Wait, let me restart it. You know what? You know what you do is you're like, you know what? I'm not really good at driving this car. Do you want to drive it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, top in. That works wonders. Does it? Okay. Yeah, never worked for me. <laughs> but I don't have the kind of looks you do. So damn right, I am good looking. All right. So moving on, we got this shirt ad from Mark. It's a, a KLR shirt, a KLR maternity shirt. Which speaks volumes. Mark says, uh, I like how they think a KLR owner could afford to buy one of these or would, being that it's not made out of zip ties or tape or milk crate. Curiously enough, that's also how babies are made. Yeah, it is a maternity shirt. Yeah. But if they can't afford the condoms, how are you going to afford a shirt? <laughs> they used a zip tie. 
Oh, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> hey, baby. Right, right, right. Hey, pull it now. Pull zip, it now. Zip tie and tape. <laughs> zip tie and duct tape. Oh, Problem man. solved. Okay, honey, don't pull it off just yet. It's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> Next up, Kickstarter. Okay, Kickstarter is like Chuck Kryptonite. Yeah, I, I back so much stuff on Kickstarter, it's not even funny. Really? Yeah. Call Jay sent us this Kickstarter, which is for turn signals. This guy is doing bar end turn signals. Also, he has matching tail signals. It's a neat idea, but when he says replace your existing with these, no. I, I, I'm not a fan. I'll admit it. I am. This is not a project I would, I would back. It's a neat idea. Uh, well, I, it, I, it eliminates you couldn't have bar end mirrors to begin with. That would take that away. It would take away any kind of a bar end weights. Bar end weights. It would take away the hand guards. And where's the wire running? I'm trying to look at his picture and see where he's got his wires running. Um, I assume it's the yellow wire you just saw there, right? Yeah. So the wire you'd have to feed the wire through the handlebars. Yeah. I think it's an interesting idea, but I don't know that I'd do it. I don't know how much you'd see them. I don't think I would replace my tail lights with them. I don't think it'd be legal to. Um, I might consider the bar end ones, but uh, I'm. I mean, it's kind of cool, but uh, it's not for me. No. You know what is for me? Have you seen those LED wheels? No. Oh god, they're kind of cool. They're um, in the frame. No, in the frame. In the in, in the, the wheels. wheels. Yeah. What they'll do is um, they mount LEDs to your forks, or you know, to on the back wheel. It's somewhere near somewhere they can mount off the wheel. Okay. So it's a powerful LED, and lining the inside of the wheel is this reflective strip. Okay. Like a okay. glow strip. So the LED charges it up, and it just glows, and they look like something out of Tron. Haven't seen them. I won't. I want a pair. They're like 200 bucks. Hey, my birthday's coming up. It is. It is. Like You should in... buy yourself something for your birthday. <laughs> it would be great if Granny, granny bought me a if present. Granny? <laughs> well, if Granny was here, she might, but Gramps is not. <laughs> My name being Claire with notwithstanding, Gramps is not the <laughs> They look pretty cool. That, I would I would. I can see take that, that on, over this. On the right bike, that would look cool. On the Buell, not so much. On a straw, oh, come not on. so much. The, uh, on your Versus, though, could be cool. I think it would be cool. And, you I know, picture it, you with pink, but... Claire, I keep telling you, I just don't see you that way. You know? I'm sorry. Which I'm happy about, dude. Maybe if you shave the beard. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You know how many years it took to get this? You're still working on it. No shit. <laughs> Shut up. So, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty neat project, but uh, let's see. How far he's, is he? He's, he's got 10 days to go and three grand. He's not going to make it. Um, but it's not. It, he's got $7,000 pledged to do that. That's a pretty good pledge. Yeah. Um, we'll put the link up. I'll throw it up on Facebook tonight, and you could go take a look at it. And if you want to pledge, cool, because, you know, I, I'm all about encouraging the industry. I've pledged on on. on I've pledged things. far too much. I'm getting that little herb garden. Are you? It's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Good thing you make a good salary. You can just spend it all on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, maybe I'll... Let's see what you could pledge. Oh, his minimum page is 25 bucks. Mm. Okay. All right. What so our, our next one is uh, comes from Zach. And it's, this is uh, touching, dude. it's a story. I, I had tears. Um, how about I played the girl in this story and you played a guy? Okay. Okay. And then I'll do the narrator. Okay. All right. This is a something off of Facebook. Here we go. You ready? Ready? 
Slow down, Billy. I'm scared. No, this is fun. No, it's not. Please, it's too scary. Then tell me you love me. Fine, I love you. Slow down. Now give me a big hug. Hug. <laughs> Can you take my helmet off and put it on your head? This it's is not. Me. This is not a porn, by the way. <laughs> All right, now slow down. I love you, babe. In the paper the next day, a motorcycle had crashed into a building because of brake failure. Two people were on it, but only one had survived. The truth was that halfway down the road, the guy realized that his brakes broke, but he didn't want to let the girl know. Instead, he had her say she loved him and felt her hug one last time. Then he had her wear his helmet so that she would live even though it meant that he would die. If you love anyone this much, repost, and the love of your life will realize they feel the same. Okay. I feel a tear again welling up. Uh, it's, it's touching. It's Who has conversations like that on a motorcycle? Particularly an out-of-control motorcycle. Who doesn't know about gears? Gears and downshifting. And, and he's saying, okay, that both his rear and front brakes yes, failed. Yes, amazingly, yes. Independent, they broke. And so obviously... T-clocks didn't work. His transmission broke too. Yes, yeah, it's... A major brake failure went on here. Yep, yeah, major, major failure. It's, it's absolute gravity taking control. There's nothing he could do at this Nothing point. he could do. He's on an out-of-control, possibly accelerating motorcycle, and he's able to have this long, touching conversation. And I'm sure they're not yelling at each other at all. I mean, I, Turning your head away from the impending building to look back at your loved one. And he had a helmet on during most of this conversation. Having reach around to unstrap it, which is so convenient. Yeah. And then lifting it comfortably off your head. And putting it on. Putting it on and restrapping it. Because it's obviously the same size. Yeah, well, that's always helpful, yes, to have someone that's that fits you that way. Wow, okay. Um, someone is trying to compete with Twilight. <laughs> and I will say, in its defense, it's still a better love story than Twilight. Yeah, it is. Um, Got a better plot. And, you know, it, it has the lesson, always wear your helmet. Yeah, it is. It, it's a, it's, it's a good horrible. helmet lesson. But, uh, yeah, I mean, who just has conversations? like Even e Evil Knievel could not have a conversation like this. I mean, I got to think, I've never, maybe you guys have test ridden, but I've never ridden, like, the cruisers with the huge sail, where you see the guy that could actually be smoking a cigarette and talking on the cell phone while he's riding. It's like, oh, yeah. Because they've got so much of a sail that there's yeah. no wind okay. at all. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe if it was that bike and you and your passenger had absolutely no wind noise. Yeah. But those bikes don't go particularly fast. But those guys don't wear helmets. That's true, they don't. <laughs> they don't go particularly fast. They don't wear helmets. I mean, when my wife rides with me, our communication is, you know... A punch in the kidney. Yeah. If I'm going too fast, I get nailed the kidney. Yeah. I just... Yeah. So maybe if they were on a, a Harley Road Glide, Couch Glide. But then, you know, that, I can't imagine that bike is... Once you start downshifting, it's... Don't you lay those down anyway? Yeah. yeah in an emergency, just lay <laughs> it down. Emergency, just lay it down. Lay it down. <laughs> well, you know what? He was probably paying too much attention at the BRC, and he was just like, there's I, nothing I, I, I can do. I can't. I've got to give her my helmet now. I should have done my T-clocks. I should have done my T-clocks. I wish I had been paying attention to the part of the BRC where they told me to wear helmets <laughs> for everybody. Uh, okay. On to classifieds. Uh, let's see. Mike. Wanted, just wanted us to, to hear us read this, so I guess I'll, I'll take yeah, a whack at it. Yeah, good luck with this one, dude. 
Let's see. He's in Florida, so I got I got to try out the the country voice. <clears throat> Hi, in search of anyone out there that has have a nice Harley Davidson motorcycle they don't can't ride anymore, or can't afford the payments on anymore. I'm looking for a bike to take over the payments on, or will sell on a monthly payment plan, etc. Contact. Thank you very much. I'm going to play Todd's role, and except for the question marks, there's no... First off, you didn't scream it loud enough. It's all in caps. Oh, yeah. Uh, hi! Hi and search of anyone out there. I have to yell really loud because this on the internet. Hello? Oh, it's a Harley, so you got they're loud. You got the remember loud pipes save lives. Loud pipes. Oh, I'm, I've loud. been struck deaf because of my Harley riding affliction. I just like the in search of anyone out there that has slash have... A nice Harley Davidson. <laughs> I had, has, have. I wasn't sure which word to use. I threw them both in here. I am in search of a mythical motorcycle. I will give you money. Come get it. Along those same lines, we've got this one uh, that Sarah sent us. Harley parts and a tattoo you two. I have Vance and Hines pipe, fuel pack, 405 train, and 98 FX STC custom. Also CAs. Arlen Ness rims. And forward control and much more. Also, I own Afflictious Tattooing and I'm trying to find a few bikers, male or female, who would be willing to let me tat full back Harley Eagle. <gasps> Willie G, etc. I'll do it cheap, cheap. No joke. 17 years experience, all designs, hand drawn. So uh, he's selling his bike. Wait. Yeah, this, I mean, as someone who's getting himself tattooed up the wazoo, I mean. He doesn't say how much he wants for the bike. True, but you're getting a tattoo out of it, dude. You get tattoos and a bike well no but he wants you to pay for the tattoo oh i'll yeah, do it dude, cheap you cheap a, you get a yeah you get that for a cheap cheap tattoo from someone who has no concept after 17 years of experience but no english um that says okay so i'm looking at his tattoos, tattoos here. here and absolutely no color in them oh there's a harley davidson one well yeah. you know that's black tattoos are popular okay uh yeah you know his art looks okay yeah, his spelling sucks. Well, he's he spelled it right. I've seen tattoos. I mean, when, when's the last time that you know Craigslist here had a word limit? This is not Twitter. Well, I know, but at least the tattoos spelled correctly. I've seen tattoos where it's spelled incorrectly. That's always good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his tattooing looks okay. I I don't know why he put a price on his bike. fuel pack for O five train. What is that? I don't know what any of this means. I don't either. But you can get a tattoo. So he's got forward controls, although and and forward were smushed together. Yeah, he's got rims, forward controls, transmission. I don't so know. I assume is that is that the fullback Harley Eagle he's showing us here in the picture? That's not a fullback. Okay, That's, I, do, I don't have any tattoos, so I don't know. I'm assuming when he says fullback, he want he means like, bigger, like your like, entire back. He yeah. owns your back. Yeah. I, I that's why I'm guessing. Maybe that is what he means. I don't know. You know, I just, I don't, I got tattoos. I, I don't want a brand name on me as a tattoo. No, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess there are people that are just Harley to the core. I guess. But, I mean, you have your daughter's name. That's personal. That's something. If I yep. were ever to get one, you know, it'd be for my son. Something maybe for my wife, my son. Yeah, I love my Honda, like I, my Triumph. I, I just don't like my Subarus. I don't feel like getting a tattoo. Yeah, I just I can't see me being a, a billboard for Harley. I'm curious to see what he does for a Willie G design. Okay, what's a Willie G? Willie G Davidson. Oh, he's a person. Thank you. He was the lead designer for Harley Davidson until recently. Not a cruiser dude, so I don't know. <laughs> he's famous. He's like Eric Buell. Harley's do he's, nothing for me. He's one Cruisers of those. Do nothing for me. He's so. one of those guys that you know, 
people want him to sign their bike. Sure. Oh, I don't do cruisers, dude. First bike was a cruiser. You're, After that, I moved on. You're a sad, sad person. I improved. Okay, next up, we've got... Uh, oh, Robert sends this. This is a Tricky Trickster Trials bike. Fresh Trials bike. All-wheel drive. Never been raced. Non-atheist owned. 300,000 plus miles, but it's a Honda. So you know what the deal is. Recently and frequently blessed for trade only. Fetish paraphernalia. Velour Pantsuit, MN Anthologies, Live Dwarf Camels, Freelance Gloveless Basement Tattoo Work. Text, don't call, I ain't trying to waste no minutes. But he does have a price list of $337. <laughs> and I'm looking at that bike trying to go, yeah, there's 300,000 miles on it. No. It doesn't look like an all-wheel drive to me. That was my other point. <laughs> it's an all-wheel drive bike. Do you know of one? Yes. So the two-wheel drive motorcycle is a Rokon. Okay, a Rokon. It's slow, and it's a tank. Uh, we were just searching on the internet. We found a guy who will make a two-wheel drive Honda CRF 450 for seven grand. And the front of that, that front fork assembly looks pretty beefy, because I'm guessing that's where uh, that's how it drives the front wheels. Everything's in nose. But bike that's pictured here looks like it just has pretty standard forks. Yeah. I'm not seeing that as anything. So Plus, the dude looks trustworthy. I, 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 he looks like not an atheist. No. <laughs> and again, and but how can you resist a bike? It's been blessed recently. Frequently blessed. Yes. Well, you know, when, when I was a kid in high school, we talked about blessing the back seat of cars. That probably goes to his fetish paraphernalia. So he wants, I guess, either $337 or fetish paraphernalia. And he wants velour pantsuits. And M&M anthologies. And live. Or live dwarf camels. Uh, and look at that. I just, okay. I, I, I don't know. I think we should move on. We could text him. <laughs> John was saying he, he wishes we would call these people up. Okay, our next story. Get a burner phone. Let's talk about TV. Do you watch TV? Yes, I do. BMW has this new campaign. Have you seen it? No. It's called Feed Your Restless. And it's, uh, I've seen a few of the commercials so far. Someone's brought it up on our, our Facebook page. What channel is it going to be on? I, I think, uh, let's see, I was in a hotel room and I saw them. I think, like, Those hourly rooms have TV? I think I might have been watching Discovery or History, maybe TLC. I'm a sucker for bad reality shows, as you'll find out in our next story. Uh, but anyway, it's, just, it's basically like these this group of BMW. The commercials I've seen have been groups of sport tourist guys going into a cafe to have breakfast. And they're waiting for their order. And they're just looking at their bikes. And they're getting more and more restless. And finally, they're like, screw you, food. And they run outside and jump on the bikes and take off. And they leave a note saying, feed your restless. Okay. Because that's, you know, the BMW is so good. You just you can't, can't not be on it. Right. That's why I bought a Triumph. <laughs> Plus, I like food. <laughs> and I guess they make a whole series of commercials for sport riders, tourers. The hell's on the back of that one? Looks like a sissy bar. Oh, you know, that's probably the camera setup. Oh. That's the, that's the third person. Oh, the um, third person camera. Camera that uh, Rob was making fun of. Okay. Used to make a BMW commercial. You know, that BMW you ride? That bike? Yeah. Who's laughing now? BMW and Chuck. Yeah, laughing at you. Yeah. We should probably tell him that I have a camera mount on the top of my helmet. He has a camera mount. Well, yeah, Todd's got one on the side of his. Mine's, I have one on the top and then one on my handguard on the Tiger. 
I got this one of the Kickstarter projects I funded is this third person mount. You mentioned that. It, it, you you strap it to a backpack and uh, just an arm that sticks up, kind of like that. And you'll basically get the, the view of what's in front of you plus your head. Kind of like if you were playing Tomb Raider, except you don't get to look at Laura's butt the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the camera mount. So they're targeting so sports riders. Okay. They're targeting, uh, you know, sport tours. Look like they're targeting GS riders. They're they're really coming out and advertising motorcycles on TV, which you don't see a whole lot. No, you really don't. I mean, the only other commercials I remember seeing are Can-Am commercials for the Spider. Yeah. Good on them. I'd like to see that. I always wondered why you don't see more. I mean, I know it, it costs money to put a commercial out there, but you also got to sell your product. Well, um, I, th- I think it goes back to motorcycles are such a peripheral market here in the country <laughs> that they just the cost to benefit just didn't make sense. Yeah. But, you know, they're they're positioning these ads. I, I If I remember right, they're positioning these ads around shows. Well, cruise down. What did it, didn't it say what they're going to do right here? First TV spot. So you got... An NBA game? Yeah, so look at the shows that they're advertising around. That's where I saw it. Bearing Sea Gold. Okay. uh, American Hot Rod, American Pickers, ESPN. Okay. So it's going to They're trying to focus it on people who are likely to ride. I'm not sure how they come up with Bearing Sea Gold because that has nothing to do with motorcycles or cars, but it's a pretty cool show. Uh, I haven't seen it. I'll take your word. I'm I'm a sucker for these shows, which is why I'm going to talk about my new favorite one. What's your new favorite one, dude? It's on the Discovery Channel. It's called The Devil's Ride. It's a reality show based in San Diego, my old town. Okay. And it's about the exploits of a modern-day MC gang called the Laughing Devils. Uh-huh. And their war with their cross-town rivals, Sin Mob. Uh-huh. So this is a mashup of Sons of Anarchy and some reality TV just smushed together. Why do I just picture Glee popping out of this and they're a dance routine <laughs> in there somewhere? Uh, you know what's funny about it is it, it's so hardcore fake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, if you're watching this and you're just like zoning out and you're watching and you're like, yeah, this all seems kind of feasible. You know, these guys are rough, tough bikers and they're beating each other up and stuff. And then you're remembering, wait, in order for me to watch this happening, each one of these guys has a camera crew following him around. So this isn't exactly spontaneous. Just So Chuck, just act natural now. I'm right here with the camera, but don't think I'm here. Just right, be exactly. natural. Yeah, go beat up that guy naturally. You know, they do the little one-on-one interviews, and then they show, like Jersey Shore, the one-on-one interviews. or No, where was it pioneered? MTV Real World. The one-on-one interviews and, you know, some action stuff happens. And, like, they're, they've got infiltrators and the other gang or they're, they're – no one's doing anything illegal. And you watch this. Yeah, a lot. And women want to date you. Yeah, a lot. Okay, just checking. <laughs> God, I'm glad I'm married. It is a – it's a weird show. No. It's, it's – I haven't seen it. It's – oh, God. You aren't you – aren't, you got really to making me. You, oh, I have to watch it for curiosity. You have now. to watch it because it is just so bad. Got to see if it's on Hulu or something. And from what I understand, I guess some of the people that are cast in the show are like actual former Hell's, Hell's Angels or something. Like they're like documented actual bikers. But you know, it's hard to look take this seriously when they're just like. And if you you picture stereotypical bikers with a big beard, big gun, and burr, 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 that's them. This is those guys. You're just like no. Sad part is they're probably getting paid a hell of a lot more than you and I are to you know not be bearded fat dudes. I know, 
I, I, I wish I could do it. I, like one, okay, here's a perfect example. So one, the gang, they expelled one of their gang members for something. And then the gang leader came up to him and was like, Hey, I want you to know you've been kicked out. I want you to be undercover and go join the other gang. And he's like, okay. And he goes, he's like, I, I don't have my patch. I don't have my life. You know, I got to do this. And he goes there and they're like, okay, we're going to, you know, initiate you or something. And they throw him up on a table and he's got a tattoo on his leg of uh, his old gang's logo, a pretty uh, full thigh tattoo. And they're like, we're going to burn that off. And they pull out a blowtorch and there's a lot of screaming and he's, he's waving the torch at him. And then they're like, okay, we're, we're just, that's what, that's what happened if you screw with us. <laughs> And the whole time, the camera crews are just like, yeah, that's it. Get it closer. Closer, Get it to me. Yeah. (laughs) That's hot. So. It's escapism TV. Yeah. Sounds like it'd be great back in the college days. Sons of Anarchy is better. When you were drinking heavily or partaking in other things. And you could just sit back and dream. Sons of Anarchy is better. But this show. And it's funny because I'd never heard of this gang. Either one of them. And I'm from San Diego. Dude, San Diego. It's got to be a bunch of gangs. Do you know them all? Yes. Okay. Personally. Well, that's true. You you do have, you know, some high up friends now with the uh, conventions you go to and stuff. So you probably do have connections. I, yes. I'm down with VCV. Okay. Vaqueros de Chuli Vista. Uh, old dude. Glasses here, dude. You just you just keep going with what you're doing over there. Throwing up the signs. It's a, it's a podcast and you're, you're doing hand signs. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. The Devil's Ride. I, I can't get enough of that show. It's just so bad. Take your word for it. Folks, go watch the show for a chuck. Yes, go watch The Devil's Ride and laugh at it with me. Let's move on to email. Bugs, stop sending me ads for Buells, please. It just makes it hurt. Got a really long email here from Paul. Your recent comments about Road Rage are quite good. And you had some things you, you thought about with the Road Rage part of our Yeah, I thought that almost called into you guys that you had asked when Todd was relating his Road Rage. You want to know if I knew about him, and I do. Uh, the one where he kicked the car, I use that in every class I teach. As an example, when I talk about road rage and motorcyclists are never going to win, that's the example I use. I don't use Todd's name <laughs> unless Todd and I are teaching that class together. Then I mention Todd's name <laughs> so the students know who they're coming up to. Uh-huh. Uh, but I always use that. And the other one where he was asking you if you ever seen me get pissed and I chewed him out. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. But... You know, we've we've had people when we've ridden together that have jumped into our formations, like when he was riding with his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I know how pissed he got when somebody encroached on us and put he and his girlfriend in danger. And I'm watching Todd put people and their girlfriends or wives in danger. Mm-hmm. Say, so, yeah, I chewed his ass out. I did. I admit it. Well, Paul goes on. Um, it got me thinking about something that happens to me sometimes, and I haven't been able to figure out the psychology behind it. Sometime, and of course, he decided to ride into the wheel nerds because obviously we don't know what we're talking about <laughs> and you're a good therapy group so let's <laughs> sometimes let it out i will pass some cager legally and they will floor the accelerator my bike has an aggressive stance fly screen dual headlights yoshimura exhaust real hooligan looking i wonder if the appearance of my bike just makes them want a street race i'll give you a for instance i'm on two lane road approaching the county line i feel like we should be hearing the theme song from the dude that had ding 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 about this time that Paul decided to show the Duke boys what it was all about oh he does have a car full of fellows pulls out yeah okay a car full of fellows pulls out the liquor store parking lot in front of them yeah 
Uh, next kind of county is dry. Uh, let's see. I'm not in grave danger. I get on the brakes. The passing zone is 50 to 100 yards behind the store. So I pass them and resume speed. Look in the mirror and find them on my tail. So I punch it. Sure enough, here they come in their shitbox econo car. And I'm coming up on 100 miles an hour. I'm certain they were having a great ego boost knowing they were able to keep up with the hopped up sport bike. Eventually, they are falling back but still maintaining at least 90. I pass the car on the double yellow hoping to get some more distance while slowing down. Well, they did the same without the slowing down. At this point, I'm in escape mode. Like you said in this week's episode, escape is not hard on a bike. Now, usually the impromptu street racers are guys in pickup trucks. Why do they want to keep me from passing them? I wonder if they just want to see this hot bike disappear in the distance. My wife would say it is a dick measuring contest, and she's probably right. Now, his bike. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's a 97 GS 500. Ooh. It's two cylinders of 1980 air-cooled technology displacing an ungodly 487cc. That's that. <laughs> so you've got guys that are jumping up in his ass over a GS500. What is your take on the psychology of chasers, of cagers chasing or racing motorcycles? Well, I mean, first off, you got people that just do that generally. At least out here in Utah. Yeah, I mean, I drive a Honda Civic, and I'll be passing somebody because they're going slow, and then it's like, oh, and they'll pass up. It's like, great but i think on a bike people just think every motorcyclist is the hot rod dude and they do they just want to race you well no one likes to be passed and no one likes to be no one wants to feel slow unless they're you know wearing granny glasses i mean now i've had people again in pickup trucks there's times i've been riding you know where they'll pass me get as close as they can so their dog barking out the window freaks me out (laughs) i've had that happen some people are just jerks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, some people are jerks, and I don't care, you know, if you're riding a bike or what. If you just pass them, they're going to want to try to, you know, tear it up. It's all you can do it. Um, yeah. So. I mean, I guess, you know, to me, it's it's you tried to race them out. I don't know. I might have dropped my speed down a lot to get behind them, you know. And then if you want to pass them, you floor it and rip by them because the car is not going to have that kind of acceleration if it's an Econobox. Yeah. But... You know, now you're up there to you know ninety, hundred miles an hour. You're, you're, you're no longer riding your ride. You're riding. They've they've put you into the situation they want you in. Yeah. And you're passing on a double yellow at high speed. You know, they've totally taken you out of your ride. Um, you've sacrificed that. So. That's actually yeah. That's a great point. I mean, the bike does have the speed to weight acceleration to just blow out of any car, but you're on a freeway. That car is going to catch you eventually, yeah. well, you know, unless you're on an RR bike that can just, you know, keep up that pace. And how comfortable are you going to be, you know, keeping that pace up? Yeah. If you're going 120 miles an hour, yeah, that would scare the crap out of me. Out I wouldn't want to do it for long. But, you know, here you're pushing the GS500 to 100 miles an hour. You know, a car is going to catch you. Yeah, in time. In time. It will catch you. You're just, you'll have to stay at 100 miles an hour and, you know, pray to God nothing happens. I mean, why do they do it? I don't know. Expect them to do it. Yeah. Um, Try to avoid it. Don't let it get to you. You know, let them pass you by. If they want to race you, let them. Say, go ahead, dude. You won. You beat me. Yeah. If they want to race you, just bow out of it. It's one thing we always teach in our classes, and I, I know Todd's mentioned it here, but always, always ride your own ride. And situations like this they push you out of it and now you're really out of your zone um anytime anybody wants to race me bike car whatever i don't care i let them win go 
I'm not in any hurry. Well, plus, I know my bike. I don't have to prove that my bike can go fast. Plus, you're slow. Plus, I'm slow. Yeah. So. <laughs> Next up, Thomas sends up a heads up on butt pain. Uh, Chuck, don't remember if you changed the stock seat or if you sorted it out. Here's a good solution. And he starts at 50 bucks for the mod. Spencer's motorcycle seat. Um, looks like he just uh, he mods your seat. So I actually had my seat modded by a guy named Terry Adcox, who uh, specialized in diverse seats. And I've been really happy with it. Um, now, does Corbin make a seat for the Versus? Yes, I think they do. Okay. Um, I know you had a Corbin on the Thruxton. Yeah. Um, I really would like one day to try a um, one of those Russell Dape seats. Um, and see, I'm different than Todd. I've, I've loved every Corbin I have. I'm going to get a Corbin for the for my ER. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do yet for the Tiger because I'm so damn short that even in the the low position I'm already tiptoeing mm -hmm. and Corbins are high so that they'd have to they'd have to tailor one for me and I'm just not sure what I want to do at that point I went with Terry because he, he was cheaper he, he was modding seats instead of selling you a whole new one um, and I, I liked the idea of what he was doing where um, he was offering a solo seat because nobody gets on the back of a versus true but you know it's a wide it's all one one um, plane one mm. level so you can you got a lot of movement on that seat and for a long trip i thought i'd enjoy that so, have you know. taken the versus to san diego yet yes okay mm -hmm. so you have gone long distance then mm -hmm. yep i put you know the the highway pegs on it that's uh, right that's right that's right cruise control that seat oh it was it was nice it was really nice uh let's see next up we got a letter from nicholas about uh, camps hi again guys thought i'd write you again and see if i could do it without pissing off chuck this time fuck you nicholas i don't remember what i was supposed to be pissed off at him i don't remember this one screw you guy yeah you keep writing the letters I'll, I'll i'll keep reading i've got to disagree with your unpaid correspondent regarding cameras you mean the uncool guy that we just had on earlier? Uncool the, the, Rob. The tiger, the cub guy? Yeah, the den leader. He's uncool and works in IT in a bank. That guy. Um, I recently lost my scooter to an inattentive Audi driver. Apparently a massive bright white PCX with lights blazing was easy to miss. But the resulting insurance shenanigans were made far, far simpler by the fact that I had the whole thing on tape. I've had too many friends where stuff like that has gone down to 50-50 on the claim because the driver will never willingly admit liability. And having photographic evidence to back you up is a real comfort and a real weapon. I'll admit I haven't stuck the contour like a GoPro but cheaper and less boxy to my new helmet yet, but I've been mounting it to the edge of the top box for a sort of third-person view, which seems to work pretty well and doesn't give me the same kind of neck-snapping turbulence when I check my blind spot. Yeah, I, I mean, I have the GoPro, and... You but, look like a giant geek with it on top of your head. On top of my head. Yeah. And there, there is the wind blast you got to worry about, but at highway speeds. But I've used it more for, like, the Durango trip. Yeah. Or we're up here in the mountains. You know, once you're up on East Canyon in Omani, that's when I turn it on, okay? You know, we're riding, we're in the mountains, we're in the twisties. I've never really thought to have my camera going to commute to work, turn it off, Mm -hmm. commuting home hey i'm gonna ride over here turn the camera on i never i mean it's it's digital you just delete it if you don't want it i never i just never think of doing that mm -hmm. my camera is always more for 
Those scenic rides. It's not a bad idea, and it reminds me of a story of a, an Asian girl who rides sport bikes. I can't remember anything about her. I think it's like she wears zebra prints, zebra paint job, but she had a, a camera, a helmet cam, running when she was uh, riding home. I think she was riding home from the track, and why? And she just had the cam going. And the weirdest impossible thing you see, you know, she's on the road and the car and to her in the lane to the left in front of her just suddenly looks like he tries to do a U-turn on the middle of the freeway. This literally just turns right into like, he's like, oh, there's a motorcyclist. I have to kill her. Okay. Uh, the kind of story you're just like, there's no way anyone would believe that in court. And the guy, I think when they went to court was just like, no, I bitch ran up on me yeah but she had this camera footage that clearly shows this guy just it looks like he just threw on his parking brake and just okay why do i think i've seen this maybe it's, it's been on famous. video or something yeah it's pretty well, I, mean, I, I know there's videos on on youtube where you can see this kind of thing where tons of crash is, videos yeah you know the crash videos of its of its traffic doing that type of thing she had her own web page about this whole thing because it was like i guess like it, it went to court and if it wasn't for the camera footage, you know, it's just... and it's a valid point because very, very few drivers are going to admit fault. So it's always going to be a hearsay unless you've got a witness who stops. Wait, look! Holy crap! We have a call coming in. Who could it be? Hello, Wheel Nerds headquarters. Hi, uh, I was considering buying a bike and uh my buddy says it's a really good deal um but it's got these little rings of oil coming out of everything uh is, is that a good idea i think it's rad yes buy that bike that that is a great idea caller it's a well-lubed machine yes that what could possibly go wrong i'm sure it's not a trap he says it's part of an external oiling system is that normal yes they have those yes. scott oilers it could be blessed frequently. How much is he asking for it, caller? $4,500. You should buy that right away. Thank goodness. I'm glad you're here, Wheel Nerds. <laughs> Hello, Todd. Hi, guys. How's it How, going? It's good. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm talking rather quietly so as not to wake the baby. Oh, good. Yes, yes. I just spent the last half an hour bouncing around the house singing her to sleep. It was oh. great. Hey, you know what? You called at a good time. Oh, yeah? What's up? Uh, our last email... Um, has a tech question, and Claire Good and I are, are are clearly not cut out for that. No. Well, you should have done the usual thing you do when you have a tech question. Lie? No, call me. <laughs> Why? You called. Mm. And plus, that you know, last show, it didn't work out so well with the Honda. We already covered that. Uh, anyways, hello, guys. Uh, let's just go. Let's do the tech question first. Um... Michael wants to know, he's looking at replacing the stock exhaust on his Roadstar. I have mm -hmm. done some research and have found 49% of the people say there's no need to remap or add a fuel management system. 49% of people say it's a must. 1% of them don't know. And the last 1% don't care. Hmm. What do you think? I don't care. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it matters to get the fuel management system. Your bike will probably run okay. Well, it depends. If it's a if it's a roadstar, then it's going to be fuel injected, so it will probably compensate to a degree. Yeah. If you're looking to expect to get more juice out of it, you probably won't, unless you remap the fuel as well. Then you need the fuel management system. Yeah, I mean the reality of the situation is that you've got this optimal balance 
right, of fuel and air. Um, my Ural, for instance, is too rich right now. Putting bigger jets in it, I went a little too big. Um, so just more gas or just more air doesn't do what you want to do. You need more gas and air. Um, I think it was Craig Vetter that said it. How do you make a motorcycle go faster? With burn more farts. Yeah, that that too. Farts. Um, burn more fuel and air. <laughs> so if you're just adding air, which basically what you're doing when you expand the exhaust is you're making the air come out faster, which will you know cause air in. Uh, let me think. No, it's just out faster actually. So yeah. Yeah, there's Probably some cases. There's some cases I've seen where people say they've done the they've done their exhaust and the bike will run crappy until they get it remapped. But that seems to be you, the you can affect the airflow with the change of the exhaust, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The the exhaust is there to give a little bit of back pressure to the engine. Um, really fancy exhaust will do a little bit of scavenging too, where the unburned fuel will get sucked back in, and you'll the different vacuums will make things work better. But if you put like a more free flowing exhaust and yeah, it's just yeah, it just flows out faster. Yeah, typically what that'll do is it'll mean the air will flow faster, and you'll actually end up losing bottom end and getting a little top end. That's the normal effect of that. Yeah. Although, in honesty, on a cruiser, I don't really know why you'd want that. Yeah. See, I don't, you know, on, on the cruiser, you're probably doing it for your looks. You're probably doing it for your sound. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're probably okay without the fuel management system unless you notice it running crappy. Yeah, I think that would be the big, big thing is, you know, give it a whirl. If it runs like ass, well, you need to do something with it. Well, have you been riding this week? Oh, Yes. I actually got the Strom out. It was sitting in the garage looking very sad through the winter. <laughs> so you're actually riding now as, as opposed, opposed to driving, to driving your yeah. Ural. You know, just for that, I'm going to cruise by both of your houses with my dog in the sidecar just to show off. <laughs> Have you taken her or him, her? Her. her. Have you taken her for a ride in the Ural? Not yet, although I, uh, I've gotten her climbing the sidecar, no problem. I pat the seat once and say, let's go for a ride, and she's boing in there. Um, I also pulled in on it, and she's not the least bit afraid of the engine noise. Okay. So I have high hopes. Cool. Yeah. And she's good with the baby? Oh, very good with the baby. She loves the baby, and the baby loves her. Oh. In fact, one of the ways I can get the baby to calm down and stop crying sometimes is to put her where she can see the dog. <laughs> So you've you've been replaced already, then, is what I'm getting out of this. I've I've been supplanted. I can show her the Strom too if I want her to start crying. <laughs> she that, knows already. She's like, uh, Daddy's a nerd. It it has that effect on a lot of people, in fairness. <laughs> so have you adopted the dog, or are you still trying the dog out? We have adopted the dog. Okay. Oh yay! What's the mm -hmm. dog's name? Her name is Daisy. Oh, original Daisy. Daisy the Black Lab. She came with the name. She's five years old old i can't change it i did with fargo he was eight and nine. look at what it did to him he was like that when i found him mm -hmm. you keep saying that his, and his, we keep not believing you his original name was louis mm -hmm. louis yeah does he look like a louis to you not a bit no no how you doing new dad you doing good I'm doing good. A little, uh, little spaced out in general. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it turns out that that plan of having the Ural to use for my vehicle so the wife could have the car, that's working out really well. Cool, good, cool. Man. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Did you, uh, did you tell Chuck about our sweet new range in Salt Lake City, Claire? Our what? The sweet our... new range. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we haven't discussed that yet. Oh. What about the sweet new range? Yeah, we have a sweet new range in Salt Lake, finally. We lost the one we had. In mm -hmm. Taylorsville? We lost Taylorsville two years ago. Oh. We lost Murray. Oh. So now we have a new one. 
across the interstate uh, where Costco is. Just hop across the interstate west. Okay. The best part is, is you know what the classroom is right next to, Chuck? It's really convenient to our favorite dealership. Really? The classroom's in a Super 8 right mm-hmm. next to... Oh. Honda World. Honda World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought you said favorite. No, yeah, but we got we got a nice, beautiful, brand new range, beautiful cement, not a tar strip anywhere. Oh, so the Costco in 106. Yeah, across the th- street, just go across I-15. For I was it. thinking of 50, 53rd. No, 106. Okay. That would actually be really convenient to have a class in a Costco parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now avoid all these shoppers. <laughs> go! <laughs> That's the advanced course. Because Costco customers pay so much attention. Well, you know, it's hard to see over all those bargains. Break! Break now, damn you! <laughs> and if not, Costco customers are large and soft, and, you know, you need something to hit. Well, they've just eaten all the snacks they were passing out inside, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's how I make it through today. <laughs> Go so you, for my meal. I actually suggested to the boss, too, a different range in town, and apparently one of the other schools in town was using that and then got reported because it was too small and got in trouble about it. So he found that pretty funny. How Way many go, schools dude. are there? In okay. town? I don't know. There's a lot of kids. This is Utah. People love oh. having kids. Wait, no, I'm sorry. I meant... I thought you meant you writing meant... school, the MSF school. Oh, this was another writing school. Um, it was, <clears throat> I can't say, but it was one which was supported by a particular manufacturer. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. and they're kind of notorious for using two small ranges. No comment. I've, I've read several stories about them not using up to snuff places for ranges. Yeah, I can't really. Right. Okay. So that the other mm-hmm. writing school. Mm. One of the other ones, yes. Yeah, yeah. The other. <coughs> no, yeah. Unfortunately, we lost we lost our Murray range with no notice. I think he got mm. informed like in February that we couldn't use them, and we were going to start in March. Oops. Yeah. Oh well, they made they made they made a few uh, kind of vaguely conciliatory offers to us. Uh, hey, you can use this other terrible parking lot we have, and we'll come out and punch you in the junk periodically when you do it. <laughs> but you can totally use it. <laughs> That sounds like a good offer. That's kind of stuff I hear at work, you know. Hey, Chuck, mm-hmm. can you work overtime tonight? And oh, by the way, we're going to be punching you in the junk while you're doing it. But you keep doing it, though. I like getting punched in the junk. That's a little creepy. I yeah, know. why aren't you here, Todd? Even by Chuck's standards. Well, creepy. Also, I'm on baby detail tonight because I'm teaching tomorrow night at the Super 8 next to beautiful Honda World, my favorite dealership. Honda World. You know, on the bright side, if I have to go in the middle of class for a bathroom break, I know where I'm going. On a Honda? <laughs> Sir, would you please stop peeing on the place? <laughs> Maybe I'll do it on one of the generators or possibly one of the snowblowers. Todd, have you ever heard of a two-wheel drive Honda motorcycle? I haven't. Uh, no. The trials bike? We have an ad that we, we did earlier that was for a, a trials bike and... Hmm. All-wheel drive. How's the how's the front wheel driven? Uh, yeah, we can't tell. It does. It doesn't look like it's driven by anything in the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, we but found, it has been recently and frequently blessed. Yeah, it's non-atheist owned. It has three hundred plus thousand miles. Wait, wait, back up, back up, back up. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fresh trials bike, all-wheel drive, never mm-hmm. placed, mm-hmm. non-atheist owned. Thank God. Three hundred thousand plus miles, but it's a Honda, so you know what that that means. 
Recently and frequently blessed, for trade only, fetish paraphernalia, velour pantsuits, Eminem anthologies, live dwarf camels, freelance gloveless basement tattoo work. Hmm. 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 Sounds solid. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that answers the question, though. I think the front wheel is obviously driven by a miracle. <laughs> or more likely by the back wheel. We found a custom Honda bike that was a two-wheel drive. CRF450X for seven grand. He'll, this guy will make it a two-wheel drive bike, but mm. it looks like it's got pretty beefy forks to conceal its components. Mm. I can't see anything going wrong with that. You know, the Rokon is two-wheel drive, but that one actually just has an independent motor on each wheel. Yep, we, we we were talking about the Rokon a little bit earlier because I was trying to remember its name. Mm, mm. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're bad at motorcycles. I know. Oh, yes, I know. We're bad at motorcycles. <laughs> NC700XXZ. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's a boring Honda bike. <laughs> That's the thing. It's a Honda. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just a Honda. It's one of the more boring Hondas. Let's see, let's see if we can whip as many people into a frenzy by me saying it's boring as I did when I said the GS was boring. Hey, hey, Honda guys, the Honda 700s are boring. Why stop there? Hondas are boring. There we go. Except see, Goldwings. Those look really nice and comfy. And I can uh, hold my uh, soda. You're, you're, no, no, no. Those are the guys that are going to get the most angry. Oh, right. Yes, Goldwings are boring. <laughs> <laughs> Says the new daddy who's going... I could really see a gold wing. A gold wing with a big double-decker sidecar to put a couple of... I mean, uh, no, I'm not a gold wing guy. Certainly not. No. Now, at what point does Todd cross from riding a motorcycle to just driving a minivan? I'm waiting for this, yeah. He's going to be like, look at my new motorcycle, guys! It's an Aerostar. <laughs> look, the doors are automatic. And it's got three video screens. Don't forget the uh, don't back over your kid device. The don't back over your kid backup device. Mm -hmm. But it's a motorcycle totally because I'm wearing mm -hmm. a helmet when I drive it. You know, you know, Ford makes big dad cars that park themselves. Do they? Mm-hmm. What? I don't know. The Explorer and some of the others. You push the button. You're like, I don't know how to park a car. Boop. Oh, car they parallel itself. park, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that. Hmm. It's only a matter of time now until all of the idiots in cars can't drive their cars anymore because the robots are doing it for them. I look forward to this, actually. <laughs> we kind of touched on that a little earlier when we were talking about the automatic transmissions and the uh, newer Honda bikes. Mm. Yeah, I, I remain suspicious. Well, yeah. my, my question you know, would have been to both of you, and I, I already asked Chuck of the – you're already seeing in cars that – Stick shifts are gone. You can barely find a stick shift anymore. Mm -hmm. And the question was, do you think that's the future of bikes? Not, no, no, only not because of the weight factor. I think no, just because of the weight factor and the complexity factor. Interesting. I was saying no because I don't see bikes becoming the, the broad mass market that cars are. Mm, that's a good point too, actually. Not, not here anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean – I could see CVTs showing up in more bikes as we're getting better and better at making medium-sized CVTs. 
um, we're seeing more and more of them in cars, actually. We're seeing planetary automatics in cars go away, which is weird. So Honda goes and makes a planetary automatic transmission in a bike, despite the fact that they have really good CVTs. I, I don't get it. Maybe people like shifting with paddles. Maybe that's it. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That's how you. That's how you. Makes you feel like a race car driver because they've got paddle shift. Shift. Wait. 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 Yeah, he he makes fun, but watch. This is Todd's future. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, and we're just gonna sit back because you know we've seen the future that he keeps catching up to, and yeah. The one he makes fun of us about. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. You're going to sit and you're going to laugh and then you're going to be like, hey, Todd, Todd, you have one of those ones where you see it folds down. I have a big thing that I just bought. We're going to laugh and laugh and I'm going to throw my back out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. God. And I'll be sitting there going, where are my glasses? I can't see the damn fool. Hey, hey, my daughter thinks I'm awesome. She said that, huh? Not in as many words. Well, she peed on you, right? Uh, no, actually. Uh, tonight, let's she, see. She doesn't uh, think you're awesome. They don't think I, uh, you're awesome unless they pee on you. What if they poop on you? Did you have to catch it or did it just like land on you? No, no, no. In fact, it leaked out the top of the diaper and got all over the front of me while I was sitting there. <laughs> oh, I don't miss those things. Yeah, these clothes I'm wearing are not the clothes that I uh, was at work in today. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh. So I, I, I missed out on all the fun, clearly, while I was getting pooped on oh well yeah my, uh michael i will say your ad looks okay proof proofreading wise because there's just there's nothing i can say to follow up to that yeah um i'm glad you yeah uh oh god <laughs> I, I, where what have you learned claire um yeah uh todd gets pooped on yeah want to stop now <laughs> i i've learned that i can't wait for toilet training <laughs> well that's it for uh, us i'm chuck i'm not todd i am todd right everyone we'll see you next week